podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Yes, guys, welcome to the final, the final team selection video. It's game week 38. My name's Gianni Batici. How you doing? No Seb this week. Uh, obviously, been no as for a few, fair few weeks, for perhaps a few months. So yeah, I've been doing these alone for a while, haven't I? Um, and I'll tell you what, I've built a little bit of confidence in pressing the buttons myself, uh, just checking that I am still recording. Uh, but guys, thank you very much for following my journey again this season. I was trying to work out earlier if this is the third or fourth season uh, that I've been doing these team selection videos for Scout. I feel like it may be the fourth, but I know the COVID season disruption with the shortened season and blah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, there we go. Started with Andy, then with Az, then a, now a bit with Seb. Um, so yeah, hopefully you're enjoying the content even when it's me by myself. But look, today we're going to be obviously be looking at my points to date and my plans for game week 38. Um, it is, and we are recording this on Wednesday, uh, the 24th of May, with a couple of games of the game week still to go. So we don't want to dwell too much on rank because, of course, it's not over till the fat lady sings. Uh, so mid-game week ranks are kind of pointless, aren't they? I always think they are anyway. So we have Brighton Man City tonight and we have Man United and Chelsea on Thursday. And many of you might be watching this once one, if not both of those games, uh, have um, kicked off and been gone. Um, so let's have a look without further ado and see how many points I'm on so far. The average is 31. Uh, for me, I'm on 41, which would have been enough for a small green arrow. But you can see I'm on a small red arrow. The reason being, I took a four-point hit uh, last week. Um, can I remember what transfers I went with? No, and this shows clearly where I am and my head's at uh, this time of year. Who did I bring in? Let's have a look. I'm looking at my team and thinking I bought in. That was it. I needed Bruno, didn't I? And I sold Grealish for Bruno, which I think is a good call because Grealish minutes. Um, and he missed game one and I think he'll miss game two, but we don't know that for sure. Uh, Bruno came in and then I sold Chilwell to Patterson. Now you might think, why did Janny buy Patterson? He is a 3.9 million defender for Everton. Um, and it was to get 1.1 million in the bank. And I knew if I bought Patterson, I'd have enough this week to convert my Brighton midfielder to a really interesting one-week punt, which you've got to keep watching to find out who that one-week punt is likely to be. And actually, Patterson, I thought, was a really smart buy. I was like, Everton Wolves could be a clean sheet. He's going to be on my bench. doesn't matter. It wasn't a clean sheet. But Everton-Bournemouth on the final day to keep Everton in the Premier League. I am backing Sean Dyche for a clean sheet. Patterson will be playing right back. Coleman's out. Um... What a good idea. Uh, it turns out Patterson got injured after like 20 minutes. So hopefully he's fit for 38, but I'm not so sure. I think Michael Keane might have come on at right back and was heavily involved with the equaliser. Keane, Tarkovsky, Mina. The three of them combining for an Everton equaliser. Uh, you won't see that combination much uh, for a goal scored. But look, let's have a look. De Gea with seven. Luke Shaw got nine, which is really annoying because I was between either buying Bruno Fernandes or Luke Shaw for my third Man United asset. However, if I'd bought Luke Shaw, I probably would have benched Trippier, which is why I didn't buy Luke Shaw. I didn't want to bench Trippier, who got nine points. Trent with the single, Estupanan with two and a fixture to play. McAllister got his assist, as did, as did Matoma. Matoma is dodging points for fun. Uh, big chances missed, hitting the woodwork. Rashford didn't play, despite us wondering if he had travelled. Salah with the five points is disappointing. 
Because again, I could have sold Salah for Bruno, but actually, I'll take the five and I got in for Southampton. Bruno with a three and a fixtures play. Haaland came off the bench for a single. It doesn't matter if Haaland gets points or not. His EO's around 190, I think, at my rank. Uh, so whatever. And Callum Wilson, he also hit the beans on toast and missed a couple of big chances. I actually feel a little bit, I don't know, can I use the word unlucky as a Wilson owner? I'm going to say unlucky. Let's treat it week week at a time. This week, Callum Wilson owners in game week 37 were a little bit unfortunate. Um, and I bet his XG, let's have a look. I bet his XGI was over one. Oh. It really wasn't. It was 0.41. Sorry, when he hit the post, so close to goal. And then he had the rebounded header, which was part of the same move. But I think you accumulate XG on both those, which you actually shouldn't. Because it's like, if that had gone in, then you wouldn't have had the header. But I'm surprised at that. 0.41 goal involvement for Callum Wilson against Leicester. I thought those chances were way bigger. I thought cumulatively those two chances alone would be a 0.5, maybe more. Uh, but there we go. Uh, Botman with the eight points on the bench. Uh, never mind, I was never going to play him anyway. Can't complain about that one. Um, so let's move on and see how I'm looking for the game week ahead. And guys, thank you for, as I mentioned, watching these vids. But also, I know you like and subscribe and all that jazz as well. And I know many of you watch me on other platforms too. And I have launched my own YouTube channel a few months ago. And it's great to see you guys following me on there. And often referencing my Scout videos too. And all the, the data and stuff I use on those videos is, of course, from Scout and the Scout members area. is absolutely fantastic. If you're not currently subscribed... I can't believe there's people that pay um, expensive or some expensive patron fees, but then aren't paying the Scout annual membership fee. Like what you get for your 20 odd quid a month, all that data, sorry, a year, 20 quid a year, 20 odd quid a year uh, is such good value when you could pay like someone's patron at five or 10 pound a month. And, and for me, it's still obviously very worth it for some of those patrons, but Nowhere near worth it when you consider uh, the comparison to all the stuff you get from the Fantasy Football Scouts. So make sure you're subscribed. Anyway, enough of the sales chat. I just thought with it being game week 38, I should do a push. What else can I promote? Uh, hang on. Here we go. Might as well plug the book. You know, I wrote this a few years ago. You buy this for seven ninety nine, and £10 goes to charity. So, you know, give it a go. Um, summer reading. Summer reading. I think that's it. Let's move on now, shall we? Yeah, I've, I've plugged way too hard. I'm going to get in trouble, aren't I? Um, so, how am I set up for game week 38? And how do we feel about game week 38? Before I go into the individual players, let's talk a little bit about how we play game week 38. Because for many watching this video, if you're watching this, you take fantasy football pretty seriously, I'd say. This is probably not a video for, for, for the casuals. This is a video for the scout members and those that have been following this journey for a while so you're, you're pretty into fpl which means you're probably playing for overall rank if you're playing for overall rank you're not going to make silly silly decisions on game week 38 if you're playing for mini league success and mini league success only as i know some of you will be then you can make some what might seem silly decisions now i only ever used to play for mini league success until a few years ago when i started creating content so i don't know four or five years ago i remember in fact, I think it was three, four years ago, I was, I was doing, it was my first season of doing content. My mate that I wrote the book with, Toby, he um, he was 30 points, I think it was, behind me going into game week 38, 30 points. And all I cared about was beating him. So I looked at the players he's got and was like, there's quite a diff different teams, very different teams. 
So I took a minus 12 on the final day to buy all of the players he owned that I thought could hurt me. And it was bold but and super defensive, but it worked a treat. I knew he'd be rolling, he'd be making his one transfer or two transfers. He never thought I'd do that. So he didn't feel like he had to differentiate his team. So he was like, oh, I've got a few players here that could hurt Gianni. And I just went minus 12 and bought all his players. I captained the guy I thought he had captain, which, by the way, wasn't the the template pick. It was like the second best pick. So this week it'd be like Captain Salah instead of Haaland because uh, I knew he'd think I'd go Haaland. Um, and I just tried to shadow him. And yeah, I think I probably won by like 20 points or something. Um, so we probably produced really similar points that game week. Um, and it worked a treat. So again, like just goes to show that game week 38 gameplay is very dependent on whether you're chasing your mini league and which mini league you're chasing. But also if you're going for overall rank. If I was looking at overall rank, I would never take a minus 12. Um, but mini league success was more important to me back then. It ain't anymore because everyone looks at your rank and goes, oh, why is he doing his video? I've got a better rank. Why do I listen to him? So because I get all of that, I now have to care about my rank. And unfortunately, the rank we can see on screen, 101786, isn't a very good one. And I am disappointed. I wanted to beat my... I think your target every year should be to beat your last year. Improvement. Constant improvement, right? Last year, I think I finished on 16k. Uh, so I ain't going to beat that. Um... So yeah, disappointed. Disappointed I'm nowhere near 16k, 100k. I think I I should finish in the top 100k, but even that's not guaranteed, is it? Um, So there we go, disappointing season. But I think a lot have had disappointing seasons. And I guess the silver lining is a lot of my mates, uh, both in and out of the community, other fellow content creators and not, have had similar seasons. Sure, there's a lot on sort of 40, 50k ranks, content creators and stuff. Um, but there's also a lot on, on, on similar or worse than me. And all my mates in my mini leagues have done poorly. I am top of all my mini leagues, which is nice. Um, so there we go. Plans for this game week. I've got a couple of flags. Rashford, that flag will come off because I think he'll play Thursday night. Patterson, I don't know. Um, so I could have to play a Stupinan against Villa, which isn't the end of the world, is it? Isn't the end of the world. I'm obviously playing De Gea over Kepa. Excuse me. And I'm obviously going to play Trippier. Like there'll, be, there'll be people benching Trippier again this week. Chelsea away is an okay fixture for Newcastle because Chelsea are useless and Trippier is such a good um, FPL asset. And we've seen that in recent weeks. The assists have started. The clean sheets have started. Back up again. Um, Trent's obviously a lock. The midfield five is an interesting one because this is where my sale goes. I'm not going to be taking a four-point hit this week. There's only one transfer here and I've got 1.1 million in the bank. I told you how I got that 1.1 million. I'm going to be selling one of my Brighton midfielders to accommodate, I think at the moment, my plan is a Brighton midfielder goes and I don't know if it'll be McAllister or Matoma. That is very much dependent on their performance uh, midweek and I'll be watching that game Wednesday night, tonight, um, to think about which one I'm selling. To buy Trossard, because Martinelli is out, Trossard should be nailed, um, and I think Arsenal will go big against Wolves. Now, should I do the good or the bad of Trossard first? Okay, let's go with the good. The narrative is set. Um, Arsenal, I think the narrative is set for Arsenal to still be in a celebratory mood. Yes, the title isn't coming to the Emirates, but it's still a, it's such a good season. Finishing second with this team... These players would have bitten your hand off at the start of the season to be even even in the conversation of a Premier League title come April, May. And I, 
think, yeah, they're disappointed of last week. They'll get over that. And it will be, let's still celebrate a very good performance and this entire year. And when the pressure is off these young Arsenal players, which does lack leaders and the experience, I think they play with freedom and expression and could go big. From all the fixtures this week, when I say which team has the best chance of a 4-0 or above, it's Liverpool beating Southampton. That could happen. Man City-Brentford could happen. But Arsenal-Wolves, with Arsenal being the home team, I think just as good a chance, if not better than the other two I mentioned. Because I love the home advantage. It's last game of the season in front of your home fans. Now, we saw that with Game Week 37 for some teams. Now, the other half have the home fixture in Game Week 38. So I like that narrative. And I like Trossard because I think he's a good FPL asset and he'll be playing wide left. The bad of this move is Trossard didn't play 90 um, last time out. Now, he could have just been having a bad game and Arteta thought that's enough. But I was really surprised to see in the chase in the game. So he did play 90 against Forest. He didn't play 90 last... He did play 90. No, that's Odegaard. Hang on. I've got the wrong stats up. I don't edit these videos, so... Yeah, he didn't. I'm right. Um, he got 69 minutes versus Forest. You're chasing the game. The title's on the line. It's not really, but... And, and he gets hooked. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that at all. So, is there a slight knock there with Trossard? Maybe. I need training photos or press conference chat. Or is it just, yeah, mm, we're going to give other kids, Nelson, whoever... Uh, I think it was Vieira that came on. Um, some minutes. Um, I still think Trossard starts game week 38 if he's fit. I just need to make sure he is fit. And if he starts, as I said, I think it could be a big scoreline. And for those looking at Saka or Odegaard or Jesus, I think that's still nice, nice option. Um, but for me, it's Trossard because that's the one I can reach. He's 6.6 million and I only have to sell a Brighton mid. Now, Brighton against Villa is an interesting game because this will determine who gets Europa League, who gets Conference League. Um, I don't think Aston Villa are even guaranteed European football like Brighton, but I fancy that game to also have goals. Therefore, it's a reluctant sell of a Brighton mid. But as I say, it'll be McAllister or Matoma. Um, and I'll probably be starting a Stupinam because I think Patterson's probably injured because uh, he always seems to be, doesn't he? Um, so there we go. Um, that's how I'm set. I guess the other moves I was looking at this week, I thought there's a chance I could sell Callum Wilson, but watching him on, on Monday night against Leicester should have had way more than a two-pointer. I don't want to sell Callum Wilson. Um, I was looking at players like DCL. I was like, oh, could I go for a one-week punt on DCL? But now Everton look like a draw could be enough for them. I don't think I'll go there. Um... The other option, I guess, was looking at Liverpool players. Again, I don't think I can reach uh, Hackpo or Luis Diaz by selling a Brighton mid. If there was a flag to someone like a Rashford, then I'd go. I would possibly look at another Liverpool mid, um, like a Hackpo or a Luis Diaz. Uh, but they're a little bit too expensive if I'm selling a Brighton mid. So that's where I am. There are fun game week punts to be had. I guess the other one, and we've spoken a lot about him in recent weeks, but no one seems to buy him. And now this might be the, final, the week they finally do is is Eze. And you could also consider Elise. I like, that again, the narrative of Palace fans celebrating a good end of season, a Sellers Park fixture. I do think the player I buy this week, even if it's not Trossard, is very likely to be someone at home. And Crystal Palace at home to Forest. Forest have been partying all week. They're done. Their away form's terrible anyway. I think Eze, Elise, possibly Edouard for an outside shout. 
you could maybe have a little bit of fun there. Um, so yeah, there are still options. Mitrovic against United, I don't hate. He was so good last week with his brace. So there are some differential options. But for me, I'm kind of wed to the idea of Trossard. And I think that's probably where I'll end up going. So guys, thank you so much for watching. Our captaincy, we should go there. I need to watch Haaland and Man City minutes um, midweek to determine uh, if I'm captaining Haaland. If I'm not, then Salah, Bruno, Rashford are all options. But I think if I go against Haaland, it will likely be Salah over a Man United player at home to Fulham. I think Fulham will give United a good game. I think that could be quite tight. Remember when they last played and Mitrovic picked up his eight-game ban? That game was super tight. Um, So there we go. I think it'll be Salah. Thank you guys for watching, not just today, but all season two. Appreciate your support and I will hopefully see you in the not too distant future. But for now, I think that's probably going to be my last team reveal. It will be my last team reveal, but my last video for Scout this season. I don't think I'll be doing a vid next week. So if you want to show your appreciation, hit the like button and of course subscribe. And I'll see you next time. Go well.